Raising children is a full-time job, and that's why we've called this podcast Parent 24-7. In this ongoing series of podcasts, we'll be unpacking all the issues that affect parents in South Africa. You're listening to Parent 24's podcast with Elizabeth Mamakos. We're here today with Rushka Lee Pedro, who's a family law mediator and the founder of Minor Impact. We're going to talk about different parenting styles today and how they can cause issues in families. As a parent, sometimes when you're finding yourself in a situation with your child where you need to discipline them or something's happening and we don't necessarily always have those the tools we need, we can fall back into patterns that maybe aren't necessarily very healthy. For example, you just do what your parents did. And we know that sometimes our parents weren't always um, emotionally equipped <laughs> to deal with these things. Um, and nowadays, there's so much, there's so many resources, there's so much not available online. It's It should be easy to find tools and, and hacks and ways to help us parent better. But but it, it, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy to do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rushka, tell us a little bit how one's different, differing backgrounds can cause conflict when it comes to parenting styles today. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, so the different parenting styles can definitely become an issue. Um, if you've grown up one way and your spouse has grown up another way, the the best parenting style is to take... A little bit from there, a little bit from here, and try and make it your own. I know there's many situations where you look at how you were raised and you think, I'm not going to do that thing. So you're, perhaps you come from a family where your mother worked a lot, so you've decided mm. you won't. Or your father was absent a lot, so you've decided that you need an, a present father. Mm. Um, but you can't really dictate how your family works out. No. So how do you manage these situations um, when you're starting a family, you have an idea of how you want to raise your, your family. How do you bring these conversations to be, to, to, to be? Okay, well, open communication from day one. Before, before there's, there's two blue lines on the stick, that, that needs to be discussed. To say and be open about it if there was any you know, sort of, of trauma or something that happened as you were a child. Um, be open and honest with your with your partner with your spouse and say I don't want to do it like this and and just be open and be honest and just be truthful with yourself first and then um, take a little bit of that take a little bit of that and mix it all in a bowl and make it your own what happens if you don't get that right and you 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 know reinforce those same patterns of upbringing what happens next? That is almost guaranteed to happen because that is a default setting because it's familiar to us. So human beings, the way our minds work, we don't we 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 steer clear of the new, and we stick to what we know and what we were and how we were brought up, and that's not necessarily the best thing to be doing. However, if you've identified that oh no, I shouldn't have said that, I shouldn't have done that because that's what happened to me and it wasn't nice and I didn't like it. Uh, It's how you recover from that. So if you do end up shouting, maybe even spanking um, your child for something that they've done and you open communication, you go to the child and you say, um, you know, this is is why I did what I did and I shouldn't have because, and then just be open and honest and apologize to them and hopefully they that will equip them later on in life to say like okay if you made a mistake this is how you deal with it 
in order to to take accountability for that? I think that there's a lot of power in apology. And I've recently um, spoken to someone who said that if you've ever done something to your child, for example, smacked them, mm. um, then then you need to go and apologize because you've broken a little bit bond of trust there but by apologizing you can repair it and I thought Mm. that was actually quite powerful Mm. and not necessarily just in such a situation it can be anything say you know um you've cracked and you've shouted at your child and you didn't mean to later you apologize Mm. um and by modeling that I've found um even in my own family if the kids have a little argument I don't even need to intervene sometimes because they'll quickly apologize to each other. It it doesn't happen every day, but I've seen it happen. And it's it's wonderful when it does. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of power in in an apology. And modeling that as the parent is also very powerful. That's That's where the starting point should be. Because at the end of the day, children don't listen to what we say. They listen to what we do. They do what we do as parents. And if they see that, okay... I know I was wrong there and I've apologized for it and whatever the case may be. So your role as a parent is to do your due diligence to show them, okay, if you've done wrong, take accountability and apologize. But also there's one step further is that if the person that you're giving the apology to doesn't accept it, you need to be okay with it. You can't um, retaliate even further and say, I shouldn't have apologized, whatever the case may be. But they need to. They also need to understand and know that you, you've done what you needed to do. You've made a mistake. Uh, you, you've um, shouted or whatever the case may be, and you've apologized. Whether they want to accept it or not has nothing to do with you. You have done what what you needed to do, and you need to be okay with that. So we know how your own upbringing can obviously so heavily influence your parenting style now. But say you've chosen a parenting style. You've decided this is the way you're going to do things and you commit to that and you do your best to do it. Mm. But your spouse, your partner, your co-parent is not doing that. And your children are now in the situation where there's obviously conflict between the two types of parenting. Mm. Um, what, what happens then? How do you reconcile with the person you're raising your children with? So that that happens a lot in um, divorced homes where rules at mommy's home is different than rules at at daddy's home, which is very confusing for the child. And everything that you do as as one half of a, a unit needs to be on the same page for the benefit and the sake of the child, the best interest of the child. You in any situation, in any court, in all of the land the best interest of the child is always of utmost importance. So as as a parent, as a co-parent, as you've said, um, you kind of made um, a silent pact that this is what we're going to do for the best interest of the child. And there, there are those situations where, you know, the, the one parent goes rogue, you know, for whatever reason, they want to get back at you or whatever the case may be. It's just a matter of bringing it back to center and making it known that this is what's best for the child. And there's a lot of experts out there, mediators, psychologists, that can actually intervene there and just kind of make it clearer. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about the child at the end of the day. So you're saying a mediator, a psychologist, someone can actually help by getting involved and helping the two, the two uh, parents to reconcile and work, work out how best to raise the children. 100%, 100%. So it's not necessarily that they will 
guide you. It's just a matter of doing the translation to what you're trying to say and what you're trying to hear or not hear at the end of the day. Let's just talk quickly about adapting and changing parenting styles. Mm. I can think I'm going to parent a certain way. Mm. My husband has a, even if he has a similar idea. What about the children? If they don't respond um, to that style of parenting, <laughs> what do you do then? Is it okay to change your, your parenting style halfway yes. through? Yes, it, it, it really is. So to avoid the, the uneasiness and the conflict within the home, you have to adjust. And uh, if they're just not getting it, then you, then you take a step back and you reassess the situation and you take it from there. And I suppose as the children age, you need to change your parenting approach. I can't imagine sending an 18-year-old to time out, for yes, example. Yes, absolutely. As time progresses, so should your parenting style. Well, thank you so much. That was very informative. Perfect. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to Parent 24's podcast with me, Elizabeth Mamakos. Sign up for our newsletter to stay up to date with the latest parenting news and information and more podcasts like this one. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest, please get in touch with us. Our details are in the notes below.